Off the Ball Daily. A home for your favourite podcasts from Off the Ball. The performance rankings, you had to be there, the crappy quiz, and a slight tangent. Get you going that little if you bit. Say to anger it. is a great ah, motivator. Yeah. Subscribe to the Off the Ball Daily podcast feed right now. The Football Daily on Off the Ball. Hello and welcome to Friday's Football Daily. I'm Phil Egan and we'll start with last night's game in Tala. Ireland needed to come from a goal down at halftime to beat Zambia 3-2 in their first World Cup warm-up game. It was a chance for some to impress ahead of next week's final squad announcement. But it was clear to see there were a few nerves, especially in the first half. Amber Barrett came off the bench to score twice in the second half. She may have scored the goal to send Ireland to the World Cup with the win against Scotland in the playoff. But Barrett says she's felt under a lot of pressure with only 23 players being selected to go to Australia and New Zealand. To be honest with you, I just think I always back myself in, in these types of situations. Um, it's not easy. Um, I definitely think that I've felt a pressure here the last two weeks that I've honestly never, ever felt in my life, the way it's been lingering on. Um, I think that I'm not the only one in that regard. I think there's so many other players, they feel the pressure of what's going on. And 23 players get to represent Ireland in the World Cup. 23 players get to go. And you look at a squad, we currently have, I think, I think is it 30, 29, 30? Yeah. And we have a couple of players still to come in. Like, everybody wants to be in that 23, so the pressure is so real. But at the end of the day, you just have to do your, t- you just have to do your job. Take it easy, you know, do the simple things, as they say, as best you can. And at the end of the day, you just hope that you get to know. But look, I think, you know, a lot of players put themselves in a very good shop window tonight. So Fear's going to have a busy few days ahead of her, and I wouldn't like to be her. Claire O'Reardon did herself no harm either with her first international goal. Vera Pau admitted the Celtic defender was a late addition to her provisional squad. O'Reardon was happy to take her chance and remind the Ireland boss of her capabilities. It's the big opportunity and, you know, Vera uh, told us before, she gave us the confidence to, to grasp it and to embrace it. And thankfully, you know, I, I tried to do my best with that today and, yeah, try and implement my game and, just focus on my tasks, uh, which is the most important thing. Vera Powell will be busy between now and Thursday. The Ireland boss will have to hold a few tough conversations with certain players. She felt a lot of players were very tentative to start. The first sentence that I said, like, guys, if you, um, if you have fear of failure, you will not succeed. You must have the guts to fail to succeed. Um, in the weekend, we need to see video again. We need to see the whole game again. Um, and then what... What we have put us as target is that decisions that we are going to make, that they have to be honest, clear, um, and that we will explain everything to the players. The League of Ireland returns tonight with five games in the Premier Division, including three derbies, two of which are in Dublin. Bohemians take on leader Shamrock Rovers at Dalyman Park. Rovers have a six-point lead at the top. The champions are eight ahead of Bowes, who've played a game less than Rovers are going for a hat-trick of wins against their rivals. The Bose players will wear a special one-off jersey in memory of Christy Dignam, which has Aslan across the front of the shirt. And all the proceeds from the sales of the jersey will go to the St. Francis Hospice. Bose announced earlier that more than €45,000 was raised in less than 24 hours. There's another Dublin derby at Richmond Park where St. Pat's play Shelburne. Shell's goalkeeper Connor Kearns was one of the guests on this week's LOI Matchday podcast with Stephen Doyle. Damien Duffside have the best defensive record in the league, just the 14 goals conceded. Kearns, who's just signed the new deal with the club, explained why they've been able to keep things tight at the back. I think from a personal perspective, I think that we work very hard with Paul Skinner, our goalkeeper coach. Um, I do work very hard with Joey O'Brien in terms of defensive setup and and how to almost limit the actions I'll have in the game through like organisation with the back line um, and then I think a big part of it is just in, enjoying it so much enjoying the football enjoying the training training at a high intensity you just feel sharp 
going in every week. Um, look, not every game is going to be perfect, but I think I've been fortunate, I suppose, at times that I've been able to come up with some some big moments for the team. But you know, like the flip side of that is there'll be moments that I won't cover myself in glory, and they'll obviously have my back. You know, so it's. You know, it's just the way it is. I'm pleased with my own performances to a certain degree, but you know, always looking for room to improve, and maybe that striving to be better every week is kind of pushing me to keep my standards up. Drogheda and Dundalk meet in the Loud Derby at Weavers Park. It marks the start of a four-game block for Dundalk, who will also play St Pat's, Shamrock Rovers, and Bohemians before the first leg against Bruno's Magpies of Gibraltar in the Conference League first qualifying round. That tie starts on the 13th of July. Dundalk won 2-1 away to Cork before the break with a goal from John Martin in the 86th minute. And he was also on the LOI Matchday podcast talking about what it was like to score the winning goal. Uh, you can't really. It's just pure elation at the time. Like Your your kind of emotions are just running wild, really. Uh, but like there's no feeling like it. Like You don't get it anywhere else in the world really like I mean that that feeling that buzz like that that kick of adrenaline like it's just it's amazing like and just to know you're helping your teammates um and helping your team like and, and making the fans happy like that's that's even more of a buzz then to know um the buzz you're giving everyone else around you like so yeah I mean every goal is great but really like the winners are they're the ones like you, you dream about and you visualise when you're, you're, you're before you go out to play. Elsewhere, Derry City take on Cork City and are aiming for their first win in five. The Candy Stripes will have to do without Patrick McElhenney and Cameron Dummigan when Michael Duffy is a doubt. Derry are away to Rovers on Monday night. Bottom side, UCD welcome Sligo Rovers to Belfield. UCD have just six points to show from their 20 games so far. Sligo are now just two points above Cork who occupy the relegation promotion playoff spot. Runaway first division leaders Galway United are at home to Longford. Keith Long's Waterford side go to Cove Ramblers. The inform at Lone Town host Treaty United. Bray play Kerry and Finn Harps face Wexford. The game in Ballybuffet starts at 8. All of the other games tonight kick off at 7.45. Aston Villa captain John McGinn has signed a new long-term deal with the club. The midfielder joined in 2018 and was made captain last summer. His new deal will keep him at the club until 2027. Everton have announced changes in the boardroom as the club looks to prepare for fresh investors. Majority shareholder Farhad Mashiri has appointed himself to the board. He's confirmed Bill Kenwright will remain as chairman. Kenwright's come in for some criticism from Everton fans as the club struggled in the Premier League, but Mashiri says his experience is vital. Newcastle United women will become the first full-time professional team to compete in the National League. The move follows the team's promotion to its Northern Premier Division, which is the third tier of the women's pyramid. 24,000 fans turned up at St. James's Park in April, but they'll play most of their home games next season at Kingston Park. Michael Duff will take his first training session as Swansea manager today. The former Barnsley boss has joined the Championship Club in a three-year deal and takes over from Russell Martin, who left after two years to take charge at Southampton. UEFA president Alexander Cheferin admits not everything was perfect for fans at the Champions League final in Istanbul. Manchester City fans reported issues with transport to the Ataturk Stadium for the game against Inter earlier this month, as well as a lack of toilets and limited access to water. Cheferin, who was speaking at the European Football Fans Congress in Manchester, said this year's men's and women's club competition finals proved UEFA had learned from past mistakes. Celtic have made their first signing since Brendan Rodgers arrived Celtic have made their first signing since Brendan Rodgers arrived for his second spell in charge. Norwegian midfielder Odin Thiago Holm has joined the Scottish champions on a five-year deal 
from Valerenga. And former England international Joe Potter has been named as the new head coach of the Rangers women's team. The former Birmingham City assistant manager comes in for Malky Thompson, who's returned to the club's men's academy. That's it for today's Football Daily. As always, you can subscribe to the OTB Football podcast feed to hear the best football analysis, interviews and stories from Off the Ball. The Football Daily on Off the Ball.